Hello, hello, lovely listeners. Um, We're coming to the end of the year, if you are listening to this, you know, on time, or we are at the start of the new year. And one of the things that comes up a lot for so many of us is this arbitrary end of year deadline for achieving goals. And if we haven't achieved the goals, we can end up feeling really frustrated, defeated, hopeless, and just want to kind of like tuck that goal away and pretend that it didn't happen and start everything fresh. This is such a waste of a huge learning opportunity, a huge growth opportunity, and a huge investment in your future success. So today I'm going to speak about the thing that maybe no one really wants to speak about, which is what to do when you haven't achieved your goal. Um, This is inspired by some of the conversations that have been happening inside Hustle Free Holidays. So if you are listening, you may want to join in on that. Um, It's a pop-up 30-day experience. I've spoken about it on the podcast already. It may be closing very soon, depending on when you are listening to this. Um, But I just wanted to bring this conversation to you guys because I think it's such an important one. So when we set goals and we don't achieve our goals, then of course by design, we are going to experience emotions that we deem as negative. These emotions could be frustration, it could be disappointment, it could be hopelessness, it could be annoyance. I encourage you to even pause and think about, and I'm saying this, yes, a goal that you haven't achieved and how you felt afterwards. Now, the reason why this is so important is because one of the biggest drains of our time, of our energy, of our creativity, of our resourcefulness that I see comes in ignoring, shutting down or avoiding the so-called negative emotions that we experience when we don't achieve our goal. It's There's no plus side to ignoring those emotions. Now, one of the things that I've heard from people is being in those emotions feels uneasy and hard. And so if I want to create my goals from ease, then I want to ignore those emotions. But I'm going to be very honest with you here. Feeling emotions is not what's creating unease. It's the resistance to those emotions that create unease. And emotions felt in our body are just vibrations, motions, movements, like Uh, sensations that we experience in different parts of our body and there's nothing not useful about that it's when we you know push and fight and try and suppress those emotions that's requiring energy from us it's requiring time from us and that's what takes away the ease so I know that you may not want to hear this and you may want to do everything but this but this is what works you have to allow yourself to feel the frustration, to feel the disappointment. And more than that, meet it with like compassion and understanding of like, I know why you're here. We set a goal. We didn't achieve it. We have all kinds of thoughts around maybe how this isn't fair or how we're never going to get there or how it's going to take too long or whatever it is. Just like, I see you and I understand why you are here. It's That is way more useful than arguing, suppressing or fighting with any of those emotions. Now, once you have given time to that, and please do not skim over that part, it is super important. I know your brain might not want to because of these so-called negative emotions, but those emotions are going to be there. And when you let them up to the surface, you like let them out and break them free out of your body, which is a way more useful goal accomplishing experience than keeping them there suppressed and fighting them down the whole time. So once you've done that, the next thing that you want to do is reconnect to your goal and the purpose of it. 
Now you might decide that maybe the goal wasn't your goal. I've had clients do this before where they're like, ah, I didn't achieve this goal because this wasn't my goal. This was my partner's goal. This was my parents' goal. This was my peers' goal. This was the goal of it. I mean, I think about when I went to university and I went to LSE and it was like considered a boot camp for investment bankers. And like, of course I was going to work in finance because that's what everyone studying economics at LSE was doing. Um, or at least my peers. And that was where the career guy, you know, everything was focused on that. So like it took me a while to figure out that wasn't my goal. Um, so if you acknowledge that this wasn't your goal, then you can decide what, what is it that you want to achieve? What is it that you want to achieve? The emphasis on you. And for some of you, you'll be like, oh no, I actually really still want this goal. Well then reconnect with why do you want it? Why do you care about this goal? What is it going to create for you? What's it going to create for your life? What's it going to create for others? What's it going to create? Like, why do you want it? You want to connect to your goal. It's kind of like when we don't achieve the goal, we dismiss it. Think about it like a friendship, right? It's like you don't get what you want from that friend. You just like dismiss them and cut them out of your life and say you're going to ignore them forever. No, <laughs> that's not what we do. We might be upset for a while. We might take some lessons. We might, you know, whatever it might be, but we are not going to dismiss and cut friends out of our lives because they like canceled a plan, for example. Now, once you've reconnected to your goal, once you've felt the frustration, felt the disappointment from compassion, then reconnected to your goal or reconnected to a goal, then the next thing we want to do is take all the juicy lessons from the goal. Now, the first most important juicy lesson from the goal is celebrating. What are you celebrating? Find the many wins in the creation of the goal that you overlooked. Maybe you achieved half of the goal that you set out to. Well, that's a success. You achieved things within that goal. You want to celebrate every single thing that you achieved in that goal, even if the final number, for example, wasn't exactly the same. Even if you didn't reach 100% of the outcome that you wanted to, did you reach 20%? Did you reach 50%? Did you reach 70%? Celebrate what you accomplished and then look into how did you accomplish it what were you able to create and achieve now I cannot stress this enough we spend 99% of our lives in failure we want to be balancing the weights and spending more time in success and not the perfection success of like only once I've achieved everything 100% can I celebrate but in the micro successes in the micro celebrations so what are the wins you can grab a pen and piece of paper and literally write them all down if you are inside time hackers you can come and type them all there as people have been doing after the coaching um inspired this inside hustle free holidays now so you've got the celebrations and then you've got the lessons of what was working and then you might want to also explore what wasn't working and then what you want to do with all of those juicy lessons is make decisions on what to test next what can you implement based on those lessons now you may want you may want to come up with a list of 100 things i really recommend less is more take a few of the lessons implement learn experiment, iterate, and keep moving forward. We don't want to be testing 100 things at once. That's just not sustainable. And we're all about sustainability on this podcast and when it comes to hacking our time. Now, the last step that I'm going to give you all is just a really fun one that I encourage you to, to play with, which is what does the version of you that has achieved the goal want you to know? Like, whether it's five years from now, five months from now, five days from now five hours from now I just want you to connect with a version of you that has achieved the goal and listen to them connect with them this is a time hack right we are hacking time to connect with the version of ourselves that has achieved what we want they they are your guiding point 
They are your best decision maker. They are your most loving, caring version of you to, they know that you, that success is inevitable. So they are not making decisions like we often do to prove success is inevitable. They've got nothing to prove. They've done it. So what does the version of you that has achieved the goal want you to know right now? You can pause this podcast right now and just listen to them. Again, you can grab a pen and piece of paper and just connect with them. What do they want you to know? So I'm going to run over the five steps that I've broken down for you today. The first is to feel the frustration, feel the disappointment, to not argue with it, allow yourself to like mourn the goal that you thought was going to happen that hasn't happened yet. Second, reconnect to your goal, simply asking why. Why do you want this goal? Why do you care about this goal? Loving on that goal. Third, take all the juicy lessons, starting with what you are celebrating. So you want to be celebrating the goal. You want to be taking the lessons. And then four, you want to be asking, what can I implement based on those lessons? And the last thing is connecting to the version of you that's achieved the goal and letting them be your guidance as you go and achieve it. Now, if you love this episode... And if you want to commit to achieving your goal in a sustainable, easeful, joyful way, then did you know that we are launching Date Your Goal, my most in-demand, most loved training? Um, it's a Date Your Goal experience. It's not, it's not even just a training. It's a training. It's a workbook. We call it the Little Black Dating Book. It's 30 days of sharing questions, coaching all around your goal while everyone around you is getting coaching all around your goal. It's dedicated live coaching calls. And of course, you'll also get three one-to-one time hacker calls with a time hacker coach, should I say, because this is all happening inside time hackers. And that's why now is the best time to become a time hacker because now is the time when you become a time hacker and date your goal immediately. So if you are listening as a time hacker, then I know you're very excited that we are doing date your goal in January. And if you are listening not as a time hacker, then I encourage you to become a time hacker in time for date your goal this January. We do date we do dates, (laughs) we do dates, but we also do goals very differently in this room. Uh, My clients are always flawed having not thought about goals this way. It's a very powerful way to achieve your goals. It's built off the back of my own dating story and my own relationship with my partner that was such a great success for me after like almost a decade of terrible dating. Um, It's built off of literally years of hustling to achieve goals, of sacrificing myself to achieve goals, and then figuring out how to achieve goals with ease, fun, and joy. And it's possible for you no matter where you are now, whether you are off the back of achieving goals, off the back of not achieving goals, you think you never achieved goals, wherever you are, we have had over 100 people go through this process and love it and create and achieve success through it. You will create and achieve success through it. So join Time Hackers in time to date your goal this January, we kick off this January, like now is the best time to join. If you are umming and ahhing, if you have a a slight peak of interest or desire, I encourage you to do something different. I think the definition of success is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. What we do in this room is we do things differently and that's how we get different results. So come date your goal. We cannot wait to see, uh, to co-date our goals together in the experience of our loving community of time hackers. And um, that's it from me. We will leave the link in the show notes and can't wait to date your goal with you. Hey, if you want to get five hours a week back minimum for life, then I want to invite you to join Time Hackers. It's this podcast 
on speed where you'll get access to time hacking tools not shared on the podcast you'll get access to my proven process for hacking your time to get five hours back every week at least it's also my favorite place to hang out and will be yours too as you connect with other time hackers where you'll get celebrated supported and coached of course you are a time hacker this is where you belong head to vickilouise.com forward slash group i can't wait to see you there